What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Here we are, Engage Heaven Today. I'm Pastor James Levesque. I want to thank you for tuning in and making us a part of your day on this incredible January 24th, a Tuesday. And we're going to jump in and talk about the power of God. Let me just say this. I'm going to be in Connecticut, anywhere in New England. Join us, New London, this Friday, I believe. We're going to have an incredible fire night. Join us in Connecticut this Friday night. Jump in. Power of God, Colossians chapter 2, verse 12. It's going to be live streamed also. It says, for we've been buried with him into his death. Our baptism into death also means that we were raised with him when we believed in God's resurrection power, the power that raised him from death's realm. Colossians 2.12, Passion Translation. There's a few things that the power of God wants to do in your life. First, it wants to come to you so you experience an encounter with God. When you encounter God, it changes you forever. Secondly, it wants to go into you. That's when you start wrestling with the matters of the heart and balancing out what is healthy and unhealthy in your life. It teaches you the art of living clean. Holiness comes when you meet the Lord. Obey his word and live clean. The Bible says in Ephesians 3.20, according to the power that works in us. Are you allowing that power to work in you? Are you allowing yourself to be changed in his presence? Finally, the third thing, the power of God wants to go through you. And that is the mission part of your life. God didn't save you, that you would hide. He died on the cross, that you and I would have life abundantly and reconcile this earth to him. I love it. That's three things. To you, in you, and through you. We talked yesterday about what your purpose is, how your purpose is not just defined by seasons of life, right? And I really think out of these three things, right, coming to you, that's the message, in you and through you, the in you part most people struggle with. This earth is constantly trying to figure out what its relationship is with the Lord. You have people who, you know, they would rather use the Lord as some like external kind of relationship, never really committing, no real intimacy of, of the heart. And it's really Calvinistic in nature. I mean, we have this incredible building in the Northeast in New England, and it's like two, three hundred years old. And the interesting thing is even religion back then, we're talking about the late 1700s, right around the Great Awakening time, everybody would come to church, they'd pay their money, they'd sit in their pew, they'd hear a you know lectern, and then they would go home unchanged. And it wasn't until the Great Awakening came that it started shaking things up because these men who weren't the pastor of the church were preaching this whole new, you know, this new convert thing, right? They're talking about the new birth experience is what they called it. And they just knew that you needed the new birth experience, right? They didn't know even how you get it at the time. They just preached, you would get this new birth experience. Let's wrestle at the altar until you feel a release, right? Now, we know that's limited, but it's still right on. But the problem is, back then, when these men came with these messages, it shocked everybody. People were like, who do you think you are talking to me like this? Wait, hold on. I've been I've been serving Jesus, right? Attending church, paying a little money, sitting in your pew and going home for 20 years, 30, 40. Now you're going to tell me that this is not what I thought it was and there's more I have to do? It's crazy because everybody continually tries to water this message down to no participation. And that's the in you part, right? Think about it. In the last 20 years, the most flourishing churches were churches that would require less and less of you. They weren't preaching anything hard. I heard about a, a church nearby here in Florida. They lost 300 people because the guy said abortion is murder. Like, how far off have we gone to where church splits are happening, you know, because someone says abortion is murder? Like, come on, guys. 
you know, and somebody said, well, would that ever happen to you? No, it would never happen to me because I don't plant churches based on false pretenses. I'm not planting churches and trying to tell you what you want to hear to like me. You clear out the room early and fast, and then you be yourself because that's all people want is authentic and they can feel real, I promise you. But that's what happens. It's the in you part that people struggle with. They would rather go back to no participation, no conviction, just show up in a pew, pay my little dollar, leave me alone. And that's what the Great Awakening was. It was awakening you, opening the eyes of your understanding to the power of the gospel and who God really is. That was the power of the awakening. And can I tell you, we still need that today because that in you part is so crucial. It is holiness that hurts, man. It is surrendering your life. It's being, you know, possessed with a promise. It's the art of living clean. There is an art of surrender, you know. We had a great pastor's retreat recently, had all our pastors come down here to Florida. And, you know, we were talking about vision and values. Like, vision values are unspoken. The culture of any organization cannot be written down. You feel it when you're in that place. Do you understand? You should be able to walk into any church and go, here's what they believe. Here's what they don't believe. Here's what I feel. And surrender is a value. It is a life message of our house and movement. It's a life message. Why? Because there needs to be an art of living clean. There has to be a place in your life where you're like constantly going, God, I love you. And I'll lay anything back on the altar at any given time, Lord, because you're worthy. That is the place we're supposed to live. And that in you part, right, the power of God comes to you, in you, and through you. Through you, I think, is even easier when you understand what you're filled with. I always said ministry is an overflow of your relationship with the Lord. So the through you, I think, is the easiest part. I think the challenge, most challenging thing is the in you. Because we have to stop defining what in you means. God has laid out what in you means, right? In you means that you surrender all, right? That you give your all to Jesus. In you means that we are walking, you know, according to the spirit, not according to the flesh. That we understand that, you know, we've been crucified with Christ, Galatians 2.20 says. Nevertheless, we live, yet not I, Christ living in me, this life we now live in the flesh, we live by the faith of the Son of God who died and gave himself for us. That's it for today. We love you guys, man. Thank you for tuning in. Let us know how you're being blessed. Hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, at James underscore Levesque. We'll see you tomorrow. I can't wait. It's going to be another incredible episode. Thank you, as always, for rocking with Engage Heaven today. I'm out.